within a very short generation, who would there be then to be more priests? Uh, need marriage. <clears throat> and thus, when it comes to bringing our gifts before God, uh, there is a multitude of very great. It's a very good thing for some of their lives in terms of uh, your gift to God, priesthood, with the great sacrament of marriage, in terms of making family life, a place of holiness. Forgiveness, mercy, and love. <clears throat> and when it comes to the, uh, the lay state, uh, some who have a religious uh, commitment, so religious brothers and sisters, uh, and others through how they live their single life uh, out in the world. All of us, in one way or another, uh, whether we not uh, nurses, <clears throat> Policemen, firemen, whether we be teachers, uh, work on some factory line, making sure that we get a good day's work or a good day's pay. Uh, all of those are means by which we offer ourselves to service to Christ. So some are committed to uh, ending the scourge of abortion in a particular calling and enthusiasm around that. But equally, some end up just as enthusiastically committed to other branches of social justice and serving <coughs> Some strive to protect the dignity of workers and laborers. Some tend to be very political. Some tend to not. All of that is what makes the richness of our church, you and me, uh, spectacular. <coughs> Thus, it does not much matter if the gifts that we bring are different gold, frankincense, or burn. Because the one upon whom it is all centered uh, is Christ Jesus. As long as he remains at the center of why we are doing what we do uh, and the gifts that we bring, then it all really works out very nicely at the end. To reflect a little further on that, uh, I invite us to come up and take the envelope uh, and reflect a little bit on how these lovely women have given their lives to God uh, in their service. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to thank Father for allowing us to come to your parish once again to share our mission with you. The Lord Jesus gave us a command to love God with our whole heart and our neighbor as ourselves. Loving God with our whole heart is expressed by the religious through her prayer as well as her actions. And we are privileged to attend daily Mass with our elderly residents, expressing our love for the living liturgy, praying the rosary, spirit reading, and many times throughout the day to love our Lord and let Him love us. The other part of Jesus' command to love our neighbor as ourselves always seems a little bit more difficult. As little sisters, we express our love for our neighbor through our love for our elderly residents who live and pray with us. Humble service to the elderly poor is our charism, which was given to us by our mother Francis, St. John Jugam. There are 47 residents in our home here in Louisville, which is right next to Norton Audubon Hospital. 
possible, taking into account their limitations. They feel it is their duty to pray, but they do like to have a good time. And they love to have parties, which we had many of within this last month. St. John Dugan told us to treat the poor compassionately, and Jesus will treat you kindly on your last day. So we do everything we can to make sure that they are happy and well cared for. And when they become more dependent, they're moved to different sections of the house where there's more nursing staff to assist the little sister responsible for their care. St. John Dugan also told us to not knock at the gate of heaven for souls. So when the aged are dying, the little sisters have the privilege of being with them, praying with them, and helping them to prepare for their encounter with God. She also said, be kind to the aged, especially the infirm, love them dearly. These are the little ones who can't tell you what they need or want, who can't say thank you. Many of them speak volumes with their eyes, even though their mouths are silent. And so we must show our respect for life and our love and care of the little ones, because that is something that is truly lacking from our world these days. In order to meet the needs of the home, two sisters go daily asking organizations and businesses to help us with our work. We depend on divine providence for the upkeep of all of our homes. I always say the best kept secret in the world is how many good people there are because nobody hears about them. They don't make the news. But we witness them every day of our lives. And so we're here once again to ask you for your help. If you're unprepared to help us as you're leaving church, Sister and I will have envelopes you can send in at any time. Or if you prefer, you can go to our website where you can learn more about us. Little Sisters of the Poor, Louisville.org. We just ask if you go that way, if you please make sure you put the memo what church we saw you at. And we also want to ask for your prayers for vocations. In October, a woman from Evansville joined our community here in the home in Louisville. We do have vocations every year, but we need a lot more. And actually, one of the novices is coming to spend six weeks with us at the end of this month. So we ask for your prayers for vocations, and we assure you of ours. Mass is offered for our benefactors once a month in every home worldwide, and the little sisters and the residents pray for you daily. And to the young people that are here, we ask you, are you keeping your minds and your hearts open to God's call to the religious life of the because a life of service in God's service is a wonderful life. Thank you, and God bless you.